Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I am so glad you're here and I've got to tell you that um, today we're doing a podcast on what it means to rejoice in the Lord always. Um, And I have to tell you that this has been a day for me that I have not felt much like rejoicing. Um, I'm so grateful that the Lord has reminded me of this scripture so many times today because truthfully it's just been one ordeal after another. Have you ever had those days like you just are like, okay, what in the world is going on? This has been one of those days for me. And then it dawned on me that this afternoon I was going to come in and start the podcast and that we were going to be talking about rejoicing in the Lord. So here we go. That's what happens. And um, I'm so grateful that God is bigger than that, aren't you? Like you look back on your life and you think, okay, Lord, this is a lesson for me. I'm going to have to apply this lesson today, and I have certainly had to do that today. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 4 today. We're going to be talking about rejoicing in the Lord always, and we're going to be talking about some things that we can do that will help bring our minds back to the Lord so that we can rejoice in Him. I'm just so grateful for the scripture in God's Word that that when we are distracted, when we do have things going on in our lives, that the Holy Spirit lives in us if we've accepted Christ as our Savior. And He lives in us. And He brings Scripture to our hearts and to our minds if we will just be willing to accept it and use it. And that's the important thing. So before we get started, Let's go to the Lord in prayer and just ask him to touch us. I've even had computer issues this afternoon as I've been trying to podcast, um, to record this podcast episode. But, you know, God's bigger than that, too. And I'm trusting him to walk us through. And I know that when things like this happen, there is someone out there who needs to hear this today. So I'm grateful and I'm trusting God to walk us through. And I'm just, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer and then we're going to dig in. Lord, I am so grateful to be here today. I know that you have seen everything that has gone on in my life today. I know that you already knew it was going to happen before it ever happened. And I know that though I have failed miserably at times today, I know that you are teaching me a great lesson, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help me to just learn that lesson. Thank you that I am able through you and only through you to rejoice. I'm prayerful and I'm grateful for each person, Lord, who is listening to this podcast. I know 
that because there has been such an ordeal all day long trying to get to do this, that this is a message that not only did I need, but there's someone out there who needs it. And I believe that, Lord, with everything in me. I pray that as this podcast is being recorded and then as people are going to be listening to it, that you would touch their hearts and their minds, that you would help them receive a word from you, Holy Spirit, that you would guard their hearts and their minds with your peace. And only your peace is what can guard our hearts and our minds. I'm grateful, oh God, that you love us, that you know the end from the beginning, and that you are working with us and walking with us in everything that happens. I'm so grateful. Bless us now, I pray. Holy Spirit, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to receive what you have for us today. Help us to understand that in you, O Lord, there is always, always a reason to rejoice. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's talk about Philippians chapter 4, and let's start in verse 4. Scripture says in verse 4, to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So let's talk about that because as I have said in this podcast already, just so many things have happened today um, that honestly, on my own, rejoicing is not something that I would have gone to. But the Holy Spirit brought this scripture to me. And as I was thinking about it today, it's so interesting because maybe the circumstances that are going on around me, maybe the situation that I find myself in, and I'm sure the same holds true for many of you who are listening, maybe those things are not things that I can rejoice in. And they're not things that I should rejoice in. Scripture says that we are to rejoice in the Lord. Now, rejoice means it's not that we're all giddy and happy all the time. That's just not possible. You you can't be that way all the time. But rejoicing in the Lord means that we take great delight in the Lord. We are joyful in the Lord. And that he is the one who brings our hearts and our minds back to a state of rejoicing. So whatever situation I find myself in, that situation in and of itself would not dictate that I would rejoice. But because I know the Lord Jesus in him, I can always rejoice. So let's talk a minute about the things that we can rejoice in and for. We rejoice in Jesus in the Lord Jesus, for who he is. If there is no other reason to rejoice, we can always rejoice that the Lord Jesus Christ is who he is. He is the Son of God. He is our Savior. He is Lord of all. We can rejoice in that. Whatever situation we find ourselves in, we can rejoice in the Lord in that situation because he is Lord of that situation. He knows everything. He sees everything. He is aware of everything. He is always working. He never grows tired. And I'm so grateful for that. So when scripture says rejoice in the Lord always, That's what we need to remember. The key there is in the Lord. We can always rejoice in the Lord. And then it even emphasizes it again and says, again, I will say rejoice. 
So keep in mind that we can turn our hearts and our minds back to the Lord in whatever situation it is that we find ourselves in and we can rejoice in him. Now, one of the definitions of rejoice, which I wanted to talk about for just a second, is to take delight in something or take joy in something. So take is an active word. It's something that we have to do. So we're to take hold of it. We're to grab onto it. We're to reach for it. So when we're in situations that would normally dictate that we would not be rejoicing, we're to turn from that, take hold of our Lord Jesus Christ and who he is, and in him we will be able to rejoice. Again, we may not be rejoicing for whatever situation we're in. We, the situation itself might not be something that we can rejoice in, but in the Lord, we can always rejoice. It is so important to remember that. Let's look at verse five. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Now, what really struck me in that scripture was gentle spirit. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. And it comes right after he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So when I think about that scripture and put those two together, I always go back to a gentle and calm spirit that can only come when we have turned our attention and our focus to the Lord and have been able to rejoice in the Lord in whatever situation it is that we're going through. It's so important that we remember that a lot of times when our spirit is feeling is feeling um, anxious or frustrated or almost hurried, like in a frenzy, um, that when we turn our focus to the Lord and rejoice in the Lord and take great joy in the Lord, then that is when we have we can get that calm spirit, that gentle spirit. And then we can let people know that we have a calm spirit because we're able to rejoice in the Lord and because we know that the Lord is near. I love that that all goes together in those two, two verses. Rejoice in the Lord always. Let your gentle spirit, which can only come when we turn our focus and our, our attention back to the Lord in whatever situation it is, let your gentle spirit be known to all men. They can see it. They can they they may not understand why we would have a gentle and calm spirit in whatever situation we're going through. But because we are rejoicing in the Lord and they see our calm and gentle spirit, then we're able to point them also to the Lord because the Lord is near. Let's look at verse six. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, listen, that is a very important verse, and it is used and repeated and said so many times. But it's important for us to understand that we're not to go through life thinking that we will never have an anxious moment because we will. Scripture says that in this world, we will have trouble. 
read John chapter 16 and 17, you'll see the, the Lord was very clear and said that we would have trouble, but that we are to take courage because he has overcome the world. And in this situation, in verse six, it says, be anxious for nothing. So we are not to stay in a frame of mind or a spirit of anxiety. We don't have to stay there. It doesn't mean that we won't feel anxious at times. We will. It doesn't mean that we won't have anxiety at times. We will. But we don't have to be anxious. That does not have to be our state of being or where we stay all the time. We can rejoice in the Lord, which is always an anecdote for an anxious heart. We can let our gentle and calm spirit be known and seen by men because we know that the Lord is near. And then we don't have to stay in a, in a, a mindset or a spirit of anxiousness, but in everything. And he says in everything. So whatever situation it is that we're going through, whatever it is that we find ourselves in, whatever the turmoil is, whatever the hurt is, whatever the fear is, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Now, we are to go to God and let our request be made known to him. Tell him what it is that we want. What is our request? Be very specific with the Lord and pour that out to him and let him know. But there's a way to do that. We do that in whatever situation we find ourselves in by prayer and supplication. Now, supplication is asking. So he's inviting us to come to him by prayer and supplication and have a grateful heart. Can I just say to you that over the years, I have truly learned how important it is to have a grateful heart. And when I am in a situation or in a mindset and I'm flustered, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm anxious, then one of the first things that I ask myself and I encourage others to do the same thing is what am I grateful for? Where is my grateful heart and why am I not grateful? Because if I am grateful, then I'm going to be turning my heart and my mind to the Lord remembering who he is and what he has done for me and in my life. And because I can always rejoice in him in that, then I can have a grateful heart because of who he is. And I can ask him for whatever it is that I want to. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to give me anything and everything that I want. Our requests have to be in line with his will. And that's a whole different podcast that we'll get to at some point. But when we turn our hearts and our minds to him and we go to him in prayer and we ask him for whatever it is that we need or we think we want with a grateful heart. Now, it also says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Now, we're to be grateful before he ever answers us. We're to go to him with a grateful heart. 
We're to go to him with thanksgiving and pour our heart out to him. Whether or not he answers our prayers the way we want him to, whether or not he responds to us in a way that we expect him to, we are to go with him by prayer, go to him by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving and let our requests be made known to him. Now, God already knows what our requests are. He already knows it. So why is it that we need to go to him? For one thing, when we go to God and we take a minute to just say, I need to go to my Lord, then we're, we're automatically, and this happens in my own life, but we're almost automatically bringing our mindset back to the Lord. Because what Satan doesn't want is for us to be thinking about the Lord in whatever situation we're in. So many times he will try to get us caught up and off course because of where our mind goes. My mind, I can think something to death. But when I go to the Lord and just say, Lord, even if I'm going to the Lord and saying, Lord, I just want you to fix this. Lord, do you see this? Lord, will you do this or that or the other? Whatever it is, I'm going to my God. And when I go to him and then remember, listen, I'm going to God. It's fine for me. In fact, I'm invited to go to him by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. What am I grateful for? If I can't be grateful for anything else in that moment, I can be grateful that he is God that the Lord Jesus died on a cross for my sin, that I have a Lord who wants a relationship with me. I can be grateful for who he is. I can take great joy and rejoice in who the Lord is in the Lord. And when we do that, that takes our mind and our focus off of whatever it is that's going on over here, whatever it is that's going on that's causing us anxiety or frustration, and it allows us to focus and turn our thoughts to the Lord, who's the only one who's in control. Our Lord Jesus Christ is in control. No one has knocked him off of his throne. No one has pushed him aside. Our Lord Jesus Christ is still in control. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows everything that's going on and he knows what's happening. And I'm so grateful for that. And in that, I can be grateful in him. I can rejoice and I can let my gentle and calm spirit that can only come from him be known to men because the Lord is near. I cannot stay in a mindset and in a spirit of anxiety. I can go to him in prayer and in everything by prayer and supplication and ask him and let my request be made known to him with a grateful heart. Now let's look at verse seven because this is powerful in my life and I know it will be in yours as well. And again, I know that the Lord has a message here for all of us if we can just focus on him. And remember that he is the one who is in control and that we can be be grateful and rejoice in him. Verse seven says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, listen, God's peace is the only thing 
that can guard our hearts and our minds. We must stay in a mindset of rejoicing and gratefulness to our Lord. We must have gratitude for who he is and his peace which surpasses all understanding. Now, what does that even mean? It means that when you're in a situation, and honestly, just by looking at the situation, you would have every right to just be frazzled and upset and just crazy. I know there have been situations in my life where when you just look at the situation, it's crazy. I have family members who are walking through things that if you just look at the situation, you would think, oh my goodness, they, they must be going crazy. And yet, they're not. That is God's peace. They give God the glory. They turn their hearts and their minds to Him in their situation. And they rely on Him to comfort them, to walk them through, and to help them see Him in whatever the situation is. They rejoice in Him. They take joy in Him. They take delight in Him. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard. Now listen, there's a reason it says will guard. If you think about it, our hearts and our minds can just run us all over the place emotionally. Can they not? I can think something to death and then my heart can be so broken or I can become so offended so easily when I take my mind and my heart and my focus off of the Lord. But if I go to the Lord by prayer and supplication, if I go to the Lord with thanksgiving and let my request be made known to God and then understand that God's peace which they're not going to be able to understand. It's beyond comprehension. I can't understand it. You can't understand it. It's God's peace in a situation that would dictate that everything would be going crazy. That's God. God is not the author of confusion. So when we go to him, then his peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And that's key. It has to be in Christ Jesus. Guarding something means that you're protecting something, that it's being protected, it's being watched over, it's being looked at, it's, it's, there's attention being paid to it. So we're, it, his peace guards our hearts and our minds in him so that we're not so frazzled. We may feel frazzled, but we can turn to the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to rise up in us and be with us. That's my prayer for this week, that you would rejoice in the Lord always. Remember that he's God and that there is always a reason to rejoice in him, that he is who he is and he loves us and he wants a relationship with us. I'll be praying for you this week because I know that as I have had to deal with things today, there's no doubt that you'll be dealing with things that are going to cause you to not want to rejoice. Don't rejoice in those things. Rejoice in the Lord. Go to the Lord. Pour your heart out to Him. That's my prayer. And don't forget to visit the website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. And then, of course, download the podcast and review them. Um, I'm so grateful for you doing that. And then you can always send me an email with any prayer requests at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. And then we always have the Facebook page that you can access all of this through the Facebook page as well. God bless you. And I will be praying for you this week. And I ask you to do the same for me as we walk by faith and not by sight.